0: I'm Chineo Gumake. I'm Lisa Leslie, and we're very excited to tell you about our new podcast with Blue Wire, Front and Center. Lisa and I are breaking down what's going on in our lives, in the world, and keeping it 100. We're also learning from amazing guests as well, like Emmanuel Acho. People that show love to me, I forever got their back. Vivica A. Fox. If the foundation isn't right, then the rest of it's gonna go wrong from there. And more. Subscribe to Front and Center today. to another different bogey free i'm your host matt jones you can find me on twitter at matt jones tfr and i am coming to you tonight with our masters episode i am flying solo as you can see uh and or hear depending on if you are uh on the stream right now or you are listening to this on your way to work on wednesday morning evan unfortunately had a middle school orientation for next week so he won't be able to uh he won't be able to join us this week, um, but the show must go on, as they say. Uh, it is the first show that we have done uh, that we've done in a while. I've only been doing the master, uh, the majors over the fall because uh, football is crazy. You know, my uh, I'm I'm teaching and going to grad school, so just uh, just focusing on the majors for uh for this fall swing uh we'll see how that goes next year. Hopefully there's no majors um in the fall next year. because that means that we are still uh, going through this seemingly endless uh covid health gap So hopefully we'd we'll back to normal for all of next year uh, as far as the golf schedule goes, but we're not here to talk about that. We are here to talk about the Masters. Um obviously couple of things to consider. Um, since the, uh, tournament is usually held in April, uh, we could be looking at slightly different conditions. I haven't spent a ton of time, uh, looking into the, uh, the weather just yet. Cause it is, uh, you know, Tuesday and we know that the, uh, meteorologists are, uh, more wrong than Ben the better most of the time. So, we uh, we're not too concerned yet. It looks like there's going to be some weather. I don't know if that is going to mean that there will be some sort of a uh, a wave advantage or not. But um, you'll have to you'll have to follow along with that uh, as we move closer to uh, the lock. So yeah, the as far as the the conditions of the course, I would expect it to play pretty similar. They um, they really can. They really can sort of dial it in, um, and and make it however uh, make it play however they want. So um, we should uh, we should see pretty pretty standard conditions. Um, one thing that will be different this year is the cut rule. Uh, typically, in the past, we've seen uh, the top fifty and ties make it through as well as anybody within 10 strokes of the lead. Um, but they've gotten rid of that 10 stroke rule. So, um, I mean, how often that actually comes into play. I don't know, but, um, we're definitely looking at a lot of six of six lineups this week with only 94 golfers in the field, uh, at last count, maybe 93. Um, and the top fifty make it. That's you know that's more than half the field already. And then once you cut out, you know, sort of the, uh, you know, no offense to to Larry Mize and uh, and Freddie Couples, but <laughs> once you cut those guys out, um, it gets it, it gets even uh, smaller of a field where you're looking at sort of viable plays. So um, definitely definitely should expect to see pretty high six of six numbers. Even if, for some reason, one of the chalky options uh, does manage to miss the cut, which is kind of rare here, um, I would still expect to see pretty high uh, 6 of 6 numbers. So if you were going to to win a tournament this weekend, it is going to have to come from a very strong 6 of 6. Think more like a, a WGC no cut uh, type lineup where you know maybe you have four guys in the top six or seven and then a couple other guys in the top 20 that's probably what would uh, what would be required to take something down this week just because um, that's just that's the structure of how the field uh, you know sort of breaks down uh, for for the masters so um, there's a lot to a lot to talk about. I think the the thing that's sort of weighing heaviest on everybody's minds right now is uh, the most expensive golfer, right? We have Bryson at 11200 He is, uh, you know, he's $500 more expensive than the next guy. Uh, he has all this sort of, um, I guess, just sort of media buzz around him, right? He has... The long driver he has uh all these this analytical mindset and he's trying to sort of redefine how you play uh augusta and pretty much any course <laughs> that he comes across um and i think that that probably means that it's a pretty uh, he has a pretty wide range of outcomes i think uh his general um most likely outcome is probably pretty highly concentrated in, uh, you know, the top like seven to 10 range. Um, and then there's like, there's not really many scenarios where I see him sort of coming in and being like T 42 or something like he's going to, uh, I would imagine he's going to be in contention or he's going to eject. And there's really not much. I, I really don't think that there's much of an in-between. I feel like that's almost uh, almost like a cop-out to say. And you'll probably hear that in other places uh, this week too. But it, it's really, really difficult to envision uh, some like middling performance from him. Just because of the way he's going to attack the course, um, if he really is taking these lines that nobody's ever been able to take really before, um, that could mean that he just has all these like short wedges into the green, and he's going to just you know set the course record one day and and win by four, uh, or it means that he's going to be trying to take these lines and get his ball lost in places that nobody's ever lost their ball before and uh you know end up with with a few uh a 9s or 10s on his on his scorecard and just sort of be like oh remember remember how cute that was that he was uh that he was plus 800 coming into the tournament and he never really showed up or did anything so um i lean uh pretty heavily towards the uh, he's going to just demolish the the field regardless of regardless of what my model says or the simulator says or anything else Um, I'll I can uh, I can pull it up for those of you that are uh, watching on the stream currently but basically um, you know there's this there's this huge spike like I said right around like the like top five to top ten range and there's not uh there's just not a a lot of um a lot of opportunity i feel like for it to uh for him to finish here this is more a function of the simulator itself uh it i don't really have a way that um that i think could properly model the lack of of middle ground here um So I would maybe even, if I'm picturing it, I would even make this hump a little steeper and then sort of drop down through here and then like flatten out for the miscut. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. Um, I think I'm going to probably dial him in for about 20% of my lineups, maybe up to 25% depending on what ownership comes in at. But I think this is one of those situations where he's probably going to be over-projected Um, Even by me, as far as ownership goes, um, and people are going to, uh, people are going to talk themselves out of it. That would be, that would be my guess. Um, As we as we keep going through the salary scale, uh, the other guys that are in the top ten are Justin Thomas, John Rom, Rory, and DJ. Um, I think DJ is probably uh, probably my favorite. Of the group, he by far has the best um, results from the simulator. the The win and like up to top five equity that he has is really pretty much um, unmatched uh, in the field. There's a whole uh, a whole bunch um, of ways that this could go for him, but I think uh, I think we're looking at him most likely, uh, competing and finishing in the top five, uh, you know, way more often than not. I have him at 375 wins out of the 5,000 simulations. And I have him in the top five, uh, over 1100 times out of those 5k simulations. So nobody else is, uh, is really above 250 or a thousand in those two categories. So I'm definitely, um, definitely pretty high on dj i do think that it's going to come with uh, a decent chunk of ownership and i think the game theory play is probably loading up on justin thomas uh because he projects to be the lowest owned out of these five guys and i think that that's um you know we've we've talked about it uh sort of ad nauseum uh how we we just really don't want to take um we just really don't want to eat any chalk in the uh in the top range here like there there's just not uh a huge track record of of being um of us as as a as in a community sort of being g- good at picking these guys uh we're talking about really thin margins and there's just there's a lot of a lot of room for error when you're talking about the very top uh, guys. We just saw um, Justin Thomas play really well in uh, in the couple of starts that he's had over the past month month and a half. So um, I think his ownership being that low is 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 kind of uh, probably going to be something that we look back at and are like what what was what was happening there? Like, what was, what was the reasoning for that? Um, you know, when all, when everything is said and done, it might turn out that there's, uh, that this is much flatter than, than we, than I'm anticipating right now. Um, but I do think JT is going to be a pretty decent, uh, discount as far as ownership goes. And that's something that we're always, that we're always interested in. Um, working our way through the 9k range, uh, or we'll, we'll go down to 8,500. Cause I think Wolf, uh, Wolf Fleetwood, Decky, Finau and Scott all sort of belong in this conversation. And I think there's, and maybe day I'll throw day in there. Um, so from Xander to Day, I think that that's a pretty clear, uh, tier. And then I think it drops off pretty significantly starting with Spieth. And going cheaper than that. So, as far as this range, goes, um, I think you could you could probably mix and match, um, maybe maybe three of these guys, uh, in in every lineup, and feel feel pretty good about whatever decision you landed on. Maybe outside of of playing Tiger, um, which is obviously unfortunate, but uh, Fina will be owned. Uh, Wolf and day look like they're going to be super chalky so you're definitely gonna want to figure out a way to differentiate yourself somewhere else um, I think Cantlay is going to be is going to be underowned personally um you know all he did was uh, win his last start I know it was the the Zozo but <laughs> I mean it's it's still a, it's still a win uh, and he's obviously he's obviously been playing good. Uh, playing well for, for, I mean, really (laughs) as long as, as we have a sample on him. Um, he's just so consistent with, uh, with his approach. He has, uh, gained strokes in, uh, around the green for the last six tournaments that he's played. Um, and he's been pretty good off of, off the tee. Uh, and his putting has been, you know, his usual up and down, uh, so, I think, I think can't lay. You could go JT can't lay. Um, and then, you know, eat a little bit, a little bit of chalk with Wolf and Day. Um, and then just pick a couple of, a couple of cheapos that you like. And again, feel, feel pretty good about your lineup. Um, as we, as we continue, we'll get into, we'll get into the uh, the low 8K and into the 7K range. But before we do that, I do want to tell you guys about a couple of sponsors that we have tonight. Uh, our first sponsor is Indeed. Even though sports had a break, your business did not. You have to keep moving, and that makes hiring more important than ever, and Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and playmanship payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need, you can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the important hire that you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. So go right now to Indeed.com BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply and the offer is valid through December 31st. The other our other sponsor Uh, tonight is bet online football is back in full swing and even though you might not be at a game this year you can still be in on the action at bet online they're going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season they have game spreads totals player props coaching props team props bet online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag to get your sign-up bonus. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right. So once we get past day, like I said, I think... um, Sort of from Spieth through uh, whoever you want to call the the seven last seven thousand guy, uh, Poulter or Willett or Kokrak, I think that that tier is a pretty significant um, drop off, and I think that you should be actively trying to build lineups that include, um, you know, not not a total stars and scrub type approach. Um, but i think you i think you want to take a couple of stands in in the 6k range and uh you know sort of i don't want to say completely avoid this range um but i will definitely when all said and done i think i will have a pretty flat lower exposure to this range than any other range uh for the week i think that is in play i think that um, Ustazen is going to be popular. Rose is going to be popular. I don't think I want to eat that chalk necessarily. I think Fowler's going to be popular. I definitely don't want to eat that chalk. Um, I am curious to see where speeds ownership comes in because I think that it will be, <laughs> I think that it will be too high because of, uh, because of car- course history. Um, but I'm, I'm very, very excited to see, uh, either uh you know the 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 mentions about course history as he birdies or the uh my my <laughs> my victory laps uh when he ejects and uh, and doesn't uh doesn't play well so we'll see we'll see who wins this uh this battle of the course history wars but um i would not personally be betting uh betting on spieth um Cam Smith, I I tweeted about today. I have a, a eighty to one ticket on him as a future that I bet back in January. For some reason, I looked back and I guess he had won the the Sony, um, and he had just played pretty well uh, over the winter. So I jumped on him, thinking that maybe he could sustain that into April. And here we are in November, uh, just just waiting to to tee off for the Masters. So, um. I think I'm I'm already exposed enough to uh, to Cam Smith, but I do think that there's uh, there's an argument to be made for him. He did just play well the last time that we saw him. Um, outside of that, and and Kocurak's going to be popular, and I will probably match the field on him. I think he'll come in like sixteen to eighteen percent ish, give or take. Um, and I think that 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 sounds about right for for my exposure. I think he makes the cut quite a bit here. Um, and if we get, uh, if we get the all around game from him, um, I think that he makes a a decent bit of sense. Um, I tweeted out earlier in the week as well, Brendan Todd is, uh, popped quite a bit in the optimal that I was running. Um, he's only 7,100 and he's going to be super low owned. So, um, I think the price probably had a lot had a lot to do with the fact that he popped up in the optimal lineup so much throughout the simulations. Um, But I think you could, you could make an argument um, that maybe he's going to be appropriately owned and uh, and, and I shouldn't go too heavy on him, but I'll probably match the field there. Um, Once you get, once you get out of the seven K range and you go from, you know, Leishman, uh, Weisberger, E.V.R. is in there. Matt Wallace at 6,800, um, I think, could be a little sneaky. M- Munoz is probably my favorite play uh, down in this range at 6,700. I think he just has a ton, a ton more upside um, than than pretty much the entire range. I'm gonna pull it up here uh, for those of you watching on the stream, but basically, uh, there's once this loads, there's this this huge from like when, I mean he's he's not gonna win the green jacket, but from from a win through like a top thirty, it, he's just so much better uh, than the rest of this range. He is so. Uh, so much less missed cut, uh, missed cuts in his range of outcome compared to the rest of this range. Like you're talking about, uh, you know, guys like um, RCB who really haven't haven't done a whole lot. Like Victor Perez is in this range. Um, I just I, I have a hard time envisioning um, envisioning these guys around him. Uh, having this upside and the, the sim bears that out. Um, it's sort of a trio with Munoz, uh, Zach Johnson and Siwoo Kim that, that seem like they are being talked about a little bit and could be somewhat owned um, relative to what you'd expect from a, a mid six K golfer. But I really have a, I have a pretty hard time getting on either of the other two guys that I just mentioned Um, I didn't even realize Francesco Molinari is down here at 6,700. That's like quite the fall from, uh, you know, being contention at this event, however many months ago it was, whatever, 19 months ago, um, and now just, uh, just, just sucking, sucking for air, uh, trying to keep his head above water. Um, I mean. I guess you could maybe talk yourself into Reeve' um, that seems a little thin for me though and once you go down lower than that like maybe posting. but I mean if if you really love any of these guys in the low 6Ks, uh, God bless because there's there is not a lot to love in, uh, in this range. So I think my my strategy for building lineups is probably going to be to focus pretty heavily on Munoz because he unlocks a lot of the rest uh, of the decisions that I want to be able to make. Um, I think that a lot of a lot of Bubba Finau uh, combinations are going to be in my lineups. And I think that I am going to be overweight on Bryson and JT, um, and hope that maybe DJ hits, uh, hits the lower range of his outcomes. Cause, um, yeah, I just, I have a hard time playing the most, the most owned guy, uh, that's that expensive. So probably going to be like half the field on DJ and, um, and and pretty significantly overweight on the top two guys, as far as far as cash locks go. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I think I think I'm really probably going to end up locking in fee now, um, and uh, and I'll I'll go bold and and go with Munoz. I think that um, the The range that he's in, uh, you know, all he has to do really is, you know, finish maybe top 40, um, maybe top 30 and you're just, you get to do so much with the rest of your lineup that it's, it's just super hard to argue, um, with, with finding a way to get him in. Like, I like that way better than trying to jam in, um... You know, like all these, all these guys in the middle range and have a balance lineup, um, you know, and sort of not dip below like seventy five hundred. I don't think that that's, I don't think that's the strategy this week. I think you have to hit on one of those mid to high six k guys, and figure out ways to get creative to, to get exposure to the top five guys, regardless of who you're picking. Um, so hopefully. Hopefully that makes sense. Uh, we're we're going to definitely enjoy seeing the seeing the Masters this week. The uh, the next major that we're going to see will also be the Masters, which is pretty interesting. Um, this will be the last golf show of the the calendar year. We will be back uh, on Rotoviz Radio and back on Rotoviz with the written content when. Uh, the sony open tease off in january so good luck this week uh make sure you hop into the listener league and we will talk soon see ya